Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Real Time. I'm Omega, and I'm still here with WNS. And we're about to talk a little bit more about the political side to what he does and a little bit more about gameplay as a whole. WNS, thanks for sticking around. No problem. Thanks for having me. Well, WNS, uh, let's start by just talking a little bit about your political history. What encouraged you to first run for Minister of Military Affairs? Well, I mean, so... so um... I, I've been interested in gameplay. I mean, I've been in gameplay for years and, um, since like 2014 is when I started and, um, started gameplay at least started playing, doing rating, defending stuff like, um, but I, I ran because I was kind of made aware firstly that TSP was kind of interested in going defender. And I was like, Ooh, maybe I could help with that because I have a long history. I have like years of defender experience. And then, um, and then I started talking with Rovin, and it became clear that there was really no one else who wanted to run for the position. So I'm just sort of, I'm just sort of like, sure, why not? I'll give it a try, and I did. And um, I figured I could be helpful with the defender transition in some respects. Yeah. And yeah, that was sort of my, that was sort of it. Yeah. So you bring up the defender transition, um, as many people know, but in case you don't. Um... We just passed a series of charter amendments and I believe a resolution. Yeah, there was a resolution in there as well. Um, effectively declaring that the South Pacific is now officially a defender region. Mm -hmm. So do you see that as marking a... Is that going to really mark a shift in what the South Pacific Special Forces does? Or is it really just going to be codifying what's already been the case? Uh, I think it's more of the latter case. I think it's going to be more of codifying like pretty much what's already been the case. Um, the exceptions, I mean, basically that's kind of what we had been doing before. We had been, you know, on a daily basis, we had been active in Libcord, which is the defender, kind of the the big defender discord. Right. And then we had been um, uh, doing basically just fast bashes in terms of like when we were talking about like rating anyway, we'd basically just been fast bashing anyway. Um, like a year, a year or two ago, I know Vietnam and Saris used to do some tagging, but like, yes. it was really, but like without outside of that, we really mm -hmm. have not been doing like any kind of rating at all. And so, uh, and I think that has to do more with, um, the leadership of the SPSF in the last right. few years being very defender leaning, especially in terms mm -hmm. of like Rovin and Nakari, Vietnam all came up through defending, um, it just kind of made sense. Well, and um, I think in terms of just where we are as a region right now, this, mm -hmm. I, it just totally made sense that we should make it official just because for, especially from a foreign affairs perspective, like, yeah, yeah. From a military perspective, not much is going to change, but from a foreign affairs perspective, it's great. Well, and I'm not going, I'm not speaking for the MOFA um, in any way in saying this, but I do think that by passing these um, amendments and resolution, that what we're doing is we're allowing ourselves to become closer with, I think, the regions that we want to be closer with. Yeah, and that's the, that, that's the argument that the, the FA has been making, and that's the argument yeah. that I've been making, is that there is that it, it, it just makes sense in terms of security, in terms yeah. of stability, um, in terms of having allies we can count on. Mm -hmm. um, so from, from, from a military, from my perspective, as MoMA, it really doesn't change a whole lot. It really it changes almost nothing. Right. I was just saying, from someone like Glenn's perspective, it, 
is good because now we can, can make the case to regions like 10ki like the rejected realms you know and, and people that we've been that we've either been allies with or we have good relations with we can we right. can strengthen those relations and we can pursue longer term mm-hmm. things because we are now we now have an official position and that's why i think this whole and that and that could transition to wider gameplay things why i think this whole independent craze is sort of silly because nobody really knows where anyone stands and so you have right. this awkward stalemate where you're not really sure what's going right. on well, let's make who you we're, trust we're saying little i independent in this right. case because yeah. we all know capital i independent is a whole other yeah deal. capital um, i independent yeah this whole yeah and, and i actually I, I i know that we didn't use the term independent we always use the term unaligned yes. and that makes sense and um, i think that's specifically because capital i independent was associated with a more right. leaning but not wanting to say raider Right. People who were raiders but didn't want to say raider. Well, and now people are going to get mad at us over this episode because we just threw capital I independence under the bus. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah. Look forward to oh. that. <laughs> see, see, I'm not concerned about what people say about me. People know what I think. And so <laughs> <laughs> people already know what I think, so this interview should not be a surprise to them. Well, I think I, I hope they know what I think, but you never know. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. So um, let's let's talk a little bit more about this idea that all of our SPSF leadership has come up through the defender side of the game. Do you think that's due in part to the fact that the South Pacific, for as long as I can remember, has definitely not officially been defender, but we've definitely leaned defender at least since I've been here since 2016. Yeah, and I, I came in. I, I I've been following the region since um, like 2014, and I was I was 10K as ambassador to TSP in 2014. Um, so you'll see my forum account is like from April of that year. So yeah, I've been around, I've I've been around Mm -hmm. TSP for a while. And one thing I noticed is that it's, 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 it was a very subtle shift and I'm not sure when it happened, but it's there because when I started, you know, it was because, because when when I started playing, I started playing in 2013, it was right before Mm -hmm. the Milligrad coup. In fact, that was the first, that's the first coup I remember is the Milligrad coup. And, um, what I, I, one thing I remember is that. At the time, it seemed like the leadership that took over afterwards was anything but defender. And okay. I, 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 it's I'm not I, I'm not going to say they were raiders. I'm not going to say they were imperialists or like whatever have right. you. But they seemed like they were anything but defender. Well, and when I um, and a few years later now, I just when I came back and when I really started paying attention again in 2017, um it was kind of the opposite. It kind of felt like there were yeah. some of the old guard was still there, like people like Bell Shaft who are, com- who are completely want to be just unaligned, no business uh, anywhere. Yeah. Um, or you had, and you had, then you have people like Glenn who are super defender and that's been the case for a while, but you know, you, um, but I don't really know when the, the, the shift took place or why it took place well because the the interim time for me is a little fuzzy right you missed the highville coup yeah i missed the highville coup so and that yeah i joined right before the highville coup and that was my first kind of thing and And that was that was such a shady deal anyway that it was like i'm not going to comment on anything that happened before the highville coup yeah because simply i wasn't the most involved 
But I do seriously wonder if part of the reason why we have this whole anything but defender, and again, I could be completely wrong here, is because of kind of the UDL, Unibot kind of yeah. drama. I think Unibot, Unibot had a lot to do with the general... I think Unibot had a lot to do with the general shift towards yeah. unaligned-ness in general, and that's... Uh, yeah, and I... I and I'm not going to say anything beyond that because I don't know yeah. anything beyond that. But just from what I've read, it seems as though we might right. have just not want it to be associated with that brand of defense. Right. That makes sense. There, there was yeah. a certain there was a certain time, and you know, me coming from the position of someone who kind of also does like value believes in defending as like a values based thing, uh-huh. right? It's like the, 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 the whole moralist defending ha ha like xd moralist defending is it's i think it's in part due to the you know, the kind of the bad rap it was given by people like unibot and yeah it's um it's it's kind of sad that one person had so much influence in the game that their downfall led to the demise of something that i consider to be a very important part of the game which is that you know people should you know that i believe that defending is you know the right thing to do Right, and that viewpoint has become has kind of disappeared from the game in terms of the the larger game in general, and I think it needs to make a comeback. And I think that that's part of what TSP yeah. is in a very unique situation and is in a very unique position that we can we are able to do that right now, and that we can come out and say we believe you know we 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 can sh- we can show that you can do the right thing and not be an asshole about it. Right. And that, and, you know, yeah. Uh, and I think a big part of what we're, I'm not going to speak to why anyone else holds the morals behind defenderism. And speaking right. of someone who's only done one R&D operation in their <laughs> time and nation state. Fair enough. Um, I'm probably not the most qualified to discuss this. Um, when it comes down to just politics of it, when I look at defenderism, the way I see it is that when you empower natives, you build stronger regions. Yep. Yeah. And anyone who wants to take that away, I just can't justify the idea of taking away yeah. the opportunity for growth and culture yeah. and acceptance. I can't justify taking that away from anyone. And so yeah. I can't possibly justify this idea of destructive raiderism. Right. right? Exactly. And I think that's a commonly held viewpoint, especially in terms of defenders or defenders defender leading people mm-hmm. is that they're like you know we native people should be able to have their region and have their culture but it's just it's like they've sort of seeded i feel like it's been sort of seeded to the raiders in that regard and to the hardcore ones and the taggers and the people who go around just like throwing their using one nation regions as their billboards you know or like, you know, these small little five, six nation like RP regions or whatever, using all these regions as like personal billboards. Like it's it's just it's I think it's a commonly held viewpoint that that's not something that we should strive for. We're getting shattered up. Uh, um but we it's just something that people hesitate to talk about because there have been certain people the history of the game who 
gave it a bad rep. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, but, and so we've been talking a little bit more about gameplay as a whole for the last couple of minutes here, um, and it's a well-known fact in the gameplay community right now that gameplay is going through a bit of a lull right now, where even when something is happening, like we're seeing this developing situation in the East Pacific, which I know you won't comment beyond what the cabinet report says on it, um, and I get that, but in a more broad sense, with that issue, we haven't seen gameplay kind of be ignited by it, as one might expect. Um, it almost feels as though gameplay is kind of tired, almost, of doing things. Is there anything you would attribute that to? Is there anything that you believe could help get us out of that? With regards to the um, gameplay the, the kind of the, 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 the lull in gameplay, I think, I think part of it, I think, I think in part, oh gosh, I said I think about 10 times, in part it's probably due to what we were just talking about in terms of, you know, this kind of independent, low, lowercase i independent, like non-alignment that people have been pursuing where there's, there's really no, like, nobody's sure what anyone else thinks and so you just kind of have this awkward stalemate where mm-hmm. you're just you just got a bunch of people sitting around but then the other thing is i um with the in terms of in terms of defending and in terms of what i noticed and what i experienced 2017 um as as you know you were around and um as probably a lot of other people who were around then know mm-hmm. 2017 was just such a huge year um right. especially for defending that you know, I, I was in the wardens at the time, and it was just it 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 was such an excess real, of all real of quick, this for those stuff. Who weren't around? Twenty seventeen was the year of the Lazarus coup. Yeah, it was the Lazarus uh, coup. Funk, right? No, Funk and Lamb. Yeah, it was Funk yeah, and, Funk Lamb. and Lamb. Yeah, and, and it was also when it, it wasn't until twenty eighteen that the Con Con started. Correct? Yeah, the Con. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the but con, that's a whole um, other thing. But also in 2017, you kind of saw a peak. Everybody was going at it with each other. Um, yeah. Those who don't remember yeah. or necessarily weren't around, there was a show called News with Booze that was basically a oh, game audio yeah, news show. That was Koth and Tim's baby. Koth and Tim and Sijian. That was their baby. It was. And, yeah. And, uh, it was basically just, Koth getting drunk and commenting on gameplay. Well, you just had so much stuff happening yeah all around the game yeah and in terms of defending you know i i was in the wardens and i think one of the problems that the wardens had and the reason that we all sort of disappeared at the same time is that for about six months we were just it was like the definition of excess we were not only like on like every single update but we were um you know we were just we were all of these gloat posts and all of this, you know, chest beating, like, you know, over the top, like, look at us, look at how great we are kind of things that we just, we just completely, I think, all overextended ourselves. And it it just, and there was this point where it crashed. And for me, it was a Lazarus coup. Like, I have problems with Funk and Lamb, um, not related to like anything they did in Lazarus or anything like that. It's just, it's like a personal thing, but yeah. you know, when, when I saw that it was them, it was cooing Lazarus and them kind of beating their chest and being nasty about it. I like, I'm like, okay, I really need a break. 
And so I hosted the Defender Awards. And then in like August of 2017, I peaced out for like a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and wow. then I came back at, towards the end of last year. And um, I'm not sure what the future holds now. Well, when it comes to the Funk Lamku, I think potentially, and, and I know this is just devolving into a gameplay history discussion. Yeah. Um, I think that's okay. But it has a lot to do. It has a lot to do with the state of affairs today. I think. Oh, for sure. And I think I think the Funk Lamku was almost the peak of trophyism on the Raider side. Right. Right. Where just so many people. Well, were you around for were you around for the Predator scandal? No. Okay. Um, if, it, yeah. if it happened during my time, I didn't care about the it game. Pro- it happened like right when you started. I'm pretty sure because you started then, in like yeah. early to mid 2016. That was like uh, right when the Predator scandal. Late 2015, but I didn't care about yeah. gameplay until yeah, yeah, probably late 2016. Yeah. Then you were then if if you didn't care about gameplay until late 2016, you didn't hear about you might not have heard about Predator, but Pred yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, heard the word I, I, predator, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was early 2016, and if there was ever a peak of trophyism, it was right when Predator happened, because Predator was used by Raiders. The downfall play. of the two tagger regions that were really doing bad stuff and i mean they were really like they it was just they were their whole culture there was just like cheat to get ahead and we have to get as many like it it was just we have to get as many trophies as possible and it doesn't matter how we get it because you know haha we can make this script that you know the mods can't see and defenders can't win and defenders couldn't win at the time and it's funny because like now they're legal scripts that are better than predator ever was and defenders are winning more it's just funny, and I mean, there's definitely people in both sides of the game who are just these exceptional programmers and who are able to write these mm-hmm. scripts and improve upon them and just give themselves all these tools that mm-hmm. really change the game, I think, in a lot yeah. of ways. Um, again, not that I do it. But from what I hear, it's changed the game. Yeah, it has it's changed the game massively. Like we have one, like the like Breeze. I mean, that's from the defender side. Breeze. Without mm-hmm. Breeze, I don't think we would be able. Without where Breeze is right now, I don't think we would be able to compete. It it it, it would not like the hotkeys. Being able to have all the hotkeys for yeah. defending is just like it's taken the game. It's taken the defending game at least to a level where we can we have a chance again. And yeah. it's the, the, the effectiveness of that program alone has just been. You just, I, I just, it, it's just been amazing. And mm-hmm. I, yeah. So. <sighs> Sorry, I, I just woke up. Oh, boy. <laughs> so you don't have to cut that part out. Okay. That's. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, so let's get a little bit more on to the South Pacific. Um, sure. So what has the, the SPSF been up to for the last couple weeks? Um, honestly, your guess is as good as mine because <laughs> I have been, so I had eye surgery two weeks ago yesterday. Oh. 
And um, for about a week after that, I was really not looking at my computer at all. Uh, mm-hmm. But the um, since then, uh, my real life has been a little bit nuts. Um, I have been going through a lot of things, IRL, and I am I my my time away has been a little bit longer than I thought it would be. Gotcha. Um, but up until then, I mean, we were, I mean, Viet Vietnam and I especially were really, I mean, we were online pretty much all the time doing defending and lipcord and um, um, we had some really successful um, we, we, we had some mm-hmm. really successful um, defenses in there. I mean, we had, we have, we've had some of the best updates we've had in months Yeah, um, have been happening in lipcord in the last, in the last few weeks. And I think in part it's due to um, I kind of came back to defending um, Vietnam came back to defending mm-hmm. um Hired contractor has been more active. Yeah, Vincent Drake has been more active. I mean, all the P and Merlin has been more active. I mean, you get all these people who have just been active, who have just sort of kind of all returned at the same time. And so all of a sudden you have these really successful updates, not to mention the number of people in defending, especially who have kind of risen from the dead lately. Like Ravania came back, like after basically not seeing Ravania at all for two years, he showed up Mm -hmm. again. A co- like a month or two ago um and he's been doing just the usual like amazing ravania work and then uh Carputs came back um from old frar who just kind of showed up randomly in the rejected mm-hmm. realms um you know you've got linksy back in defending you've got um jamie back in defending you've got just like all these all these great people from across the game who um just kind of showed back up in defending and so defending has um really been sparked lately and i think uh it's great to see i mean it's really great to have um have things to do at updates again and it's um super nice that you know i I can be online you know whenever i whenever i can be which um lately has not been super often but uh hoping you change that um yeah and just have stuff to do at updates So. so i know the answer to this but I just want to hear it for the record. Is this is the SPSF recruiting? Recruiting, um, semi actively now. Not really. Um, I need to do more work on that. That's one of the things that's like at the top of my list right now. Yeah. Is to kind of I, I need to send out a region wide telegram um, to people, basically explaining like, "Hi, I'm the new minister for military affairs. You really haven't heard from me because mostly IRL stuff since then and now. But um, this is what." You know, this is what we do. This is who we are. We just have this law that passed for defending. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can say, you know, you, you know, basically like kind of Uncle Sam needs you kind of like, <laughs> you know, help you, you know, represent the South Pacific, help, you know, the, the classic, you know, you know, Uncle Sam needs you kind of um, right. kind of stuff, um, you know, right. you know. So and I, I think that's really effective. And, it, and in terms of recruiting, um, you know, having a military stance like saying, hey, we're defender is great for recruiting because you can be like, Hey, we stand for X, Y, Z, you know, you can, you know, help, help the South Pacific, help other regions of the world. You know, this is, yeah. So in in terms of recruiting, I think it, I think it helps recruiting at least marginally. So we all still be doing anti-fascist operations though. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I love fast bashing. (laughs) (laughs) I love fast. It's great. Okay. So, um, we're in the home stretch here. Um, I've got one question um, that's a little 
interesting. And of course, be careful how you answer it. Um, yeah. How has the dynamic within the cabinet been so far this term? It's been good, you know. Um, it's mm -hmm. been, you know, it's the summer, so we've had so, you know, people have had you know IRL stuff here and there, but right, it's 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 good to it's been good, you know. I I really like working with the other cabinet members. You know, Nakari has been one of my people I've been closest to in the game for years. Mm -hmm. um, Rebs and uh, Glenn are great to work with. Everyone's uh, the cabinet advisors have been fantastic. Um, yep. So it's just it's. I I really I really like the dynamic in the cabinet. Um, I'm very I'm very happy. You know, I'm very happy with how it, how things have turned out. And so far, the work that we've done has been, um, yeah. I mean, it's been good. I don't have any complaints. Well, that's terrific to hear. Um, and this is going to be my last question. If there was any message you wanted the people of the South Pacific to hear, what would it be? Join the SPSF. <laughs> <laughs> We're Defender now. Oh, you know what we stand boy. for. Help uh, your region. Help other help regions. WNS, thank you so much <laughs> for joining me today. Of course. No problem. Happy to do it. And if you or anyone else listening want to be on real time um, and do a human interest segment like WNS did, Please do contact Penguin, and if you'd like to talk about gameplay, please let me know. For the Ministry of Regional Affairs, I'm Omega, and thank you for listening.